Snowball Spark. You want good words? Data language. Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. And now, here's the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Cow with the Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. And a good Friday morning out there, Western Oklahoma. Welcome to the Skinny on Sports right here on 98.1 FM, the Sports Animal. It's a Garrison Financial Friday, and Scott is in the house, bundled up. He looks cold like the rest of us do, Uh, but hopefully that's going to be ending here uh, starting today, and then the weekend should be gorgeous, and really for the foreseeable future, February is going to treat us nice. Probably right up until Valentine's Day when that fake holiday brings us a snowstorm or something. But anyhow, <laughs> uh, coming up on the show today, bitter. <laughs> there's officially an all-star in Oklahoma. SGA becomes the fifth Thunder player in what, 13 years? Is that what it's been? Or is this season 14 maybe? Season 13, 14. It's one of those two. Anyhow, fifth all-star to come through here. Now what should they do? Objective A has been accomplished. Is it tank time to get down as far or as close to Wimbanyama as you can? Have you heard that there's going to be a major record broken in the NBA coming up in the next week? Do you care? If so, why or why not? Conference realignment. Pete Thamel this morning reporting that Oklahoma and Texas are going to be in the Big 12 for two more years as the negotiations to get OU And Texas out after this year have apparently backfired. Why? Who thinks this is a good idea? And will it really be that way? Class A and B brackets are out. We'll dissect those, tell you when everybody's playing, what's the road for the state tournament. And also, I got a text last night wanting a contest, and we're going to give a contest. A Class A and B boys and girls bracket contest. The winner receives a nice steak bundle from Tucker Family Beef. That's a heck of a prize. So right there. get your high school basketball pencil out. I'm trying to come up. We're going we're to have to talk I've through this. I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about a about point this. system because there's – Well, even how to enter and how to know who is How to know who it is. Just go online. Okay, yeah, I know. I think, I think Do we have the capability of setting up an online contest for this? Oh, no. No, but I, I have an idea. I have an idea. Okay. I don't know if we'll have to talk off air. We'll have to have a meeting. Oh, I thought we were just going to have the meeting right here on air. Well, we don't. We got a lot. I've seen your rundown. We don't. We don't have time. Cook the system so that he can win the. the (laughs) Oh no no no! I don't think we should. Us uh, (laughs) us uh, radio type should uh, enter. Enter. I don't think that's fair. Do okay. you? You just, you just he, got Because he won the upset. Thunder tickets. He's kind of, <laughs> well. Man, I get Tucker Beef and the Thunder game? Good news is if I don't win this contest, it's already in my freezer, yeah, too. Yeah, so you're already winning. I can be okay with not being in this one. I know, but we you know, we always do the, the eight for state and that kind of thing. Yeah. This yeah. Is even adds to that. We just need to figure out, you're right, the, the administration of the rules and the tournament and to get everybody signed up is going to be the the challenge. And then the point system. There's got to be some sort of point system that right. the further along you get games right or teams right, the, the more points you probably should be earning in the contest. But that's going to happen. So you got tonight. So start looking at it. Start, yeah. Everybody's going to start paying attention to the results tonight. I know there were some last night too. 
That's coming. The, pra- the bracket contest, the prize will be a steak bundle from Tucker Family Beef. It's going to be a lot of fun. And keep everybody engaged for the next four weeks like they weren't going to be because of small school, high school basketball, but it uh, turns out this will maybe even help more. Then a little trash talk gets going. That's the fun part. Oh, careful. When really, oh, you mean between each other. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Really, Dakota? You picked that? <laughs> sometimes he's right, sometimes he's wrong. I knew he would come in. Oh, you no matter what. Oh, boy. 225-9698 is the phone or the text line. 225-9698. Give Skull Shoots a text. We'll talk about any of those things, whatever else is on your mind. Feel free to chime in at 225-9698. If you're going to be outside the listening area, stay in touch with the show. Log on to KADSAM.com. Download the app. Three radio stations in the app. The Penny News is there. Big L can t- uh, and uh, Paragon TV back online tonight with uh, High School Hoops as the regular season basically ends for classes A and B. Another week to go for 2A through 4A. Uh, pairings will be announced today for 2A through 4A, so we'll know where Merritt's headed. Whether or not they'll get to host a regional, which I think there's a pretty there's a chance for that uh, coming up. Who will be the district opponent for Elk City on the road at home? And where, uh, where are they headed after that? Uh, then also the Skinny on Sports podcast back on iTunes. Way to go, Jared. Well, don't praise me yet. It didn't update yesterday's. Oh, it didn't? These guys are driving me crazy. Yes, they do. But you can always find Thanks it on... a lot, Apple. You can always find it on KADSAM.com. Each and every single day, that one is there like clockwork. Good morning, Jared and Scott. Good morning. What's on your mind today? You are freshly I, shaved. I you're, am. You're ready for it's the day. It's not noticed. Yeah. He is freshly shaved, but as I was sitting over here, and the sunlight's kind of coming in behind him, and he's got his uh, V-neck on, you got to start manscaping a little <laughs> lower, buddy. Gotta, you got you got, oh, got more hair coming out of your flourish. V-neck than you got on top of your head. <laughs> let that That's flourish, true. And it's gray, too. <laughs> like Burt Reynolds over there. Let it flourish. Yeah. Let that chest hair flow. I noticed, uh, I noticed when I put my cap on today that <clears throat> there's not a lot of not a lot of brown here on the old no. sideburn parts yeah. of my head. See, I got glasses, and then you get to start shaving your sideburns <laughs> off because you don't want it to look. You don't. Goofy, I have a line, line in the middle there. Yeah. So I, I get to shave them off, and so now nobody knows I. Well, I just kind of. But it man, was spur of the moment. I tell you what, I had some cool stuff. I'm moving it because me trying to bring my stuff to your show today after hearing that list is like. Somebody nah. coming into my office and wanting to talk to me about their financial ideas. No, go ahead. What do you got? No, no. We'll talk about it next week. This I want to hear. Okay, so number one, number one. So we got we got us an all star. Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is the first one since Russell. Now Chris Paul was an all star in 2020 when he stopped back through. Again. I forgot about that. Yes. Okay. Yep. Well, I hope that SGA's career goes in a better line than what Russell's has done in the last five years. Yeah. Is he still playing or is he is he serving hot dogs in LA? You know what now, he's liable or? to be the sixth man of the year. I'm not even kidding. Is he really? He's kind of yes. accepted a role, I think, yeah. in LA. Like he might literally be the sixth man Listen, of the year. Listen, when you're not hearing about him, that means he's probably playing pretty good. That is true. It's the only time you hear about him is when he's playing bad and it's hampering LeBron and the Lakers. You don't you don't hear about him very much right now. Okay. So, All right. And you're right. I think he's uh, six He's definitely going to be one of the top I th- couple. I think hmm. he is. I think it's finally gotten through to him. This is where I'm at in my career. This is the role I need to be. This well, is the role good, I need to it's play. It's a good mentality to have. I mean, that's kind of what Gary Payton did when he 
towards the end of his career, <clears throat> mm-hmm. he kind of realized, hey, I can come off the bench and be pretty productive. And see, that was my that was the last of my basketball genre. <laughs> when when Sean Kemp and Gary Payton and and Charles were gone, I yeah. was like, I'm done. I don't done care. with it. Yep. When Charles can't go through the middle and mow down four people <laughs> without getting a without getting a penalty, I'm I'm done. Or just catch the ball outside the three point arc on the right wing, immediately turn around and just back some dude twenty five <laughs> feet to the front of the rim. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah SGA All Star. Uh, well, well deserved. I mean, he's averaging over thirty a game. He's He's fallen a little bit off that 50-40-90 pace, which there's only like three or four guys that have ever had a season, which is 50% from the field, 40 from three, 90% from the free throw line. Um, Larry Bird's done it. Durant did it. Uh, Steve Nash has done it. And I think Steph. That's about the only guys. I mean, and you're talking about the greatest of the greats as far as shooting the basketball there. Uh, in, the, in the history of the league. so And that's without a dominant inside presence. That's right. Yeah, without any, almost. Yeah. Which, yeah. in a lot of ways, I think helps him get to the rim. I, I think that's the one concern I would have with Chet coming in. Of course, Chet also doesn't seem like a dude. He's not Shaq no. of the mid-90s where I right, throw it down there and just watch you abuse somebody. Yeah, He ain't doing that with that skinny frame. So maybe you know he's he won't be just clogging up the paint. Like That's some true. of the other guys in the past, but he's he's incredible. Uh, the, the 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 eye that Presti had in that Paul George trade to not only the picks, but then also to nab him coming off his freshman or his uh, rookie year. Pretty yeah. smart. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> How much money do you think it's going to cost Oklahoma and Texas if they really aren't able to get out of this contract and get into the SEC after this year? I don't know, but they need to pay it so that we don't have another home season like we're going to have next year. <laughs> oh, yes. Now, let me rephrase that. Not even home season. The entire season. What a bucket of garbage OU's schedule is for next year. That The the title of our show that the day after it came out, I guess it would have been Wednesday, was underwhelming. Oh. Because that the, the entire schedule is just so underwhelming. I mean, yeah. think about what you lost. You lost Nebraska, Missouri, A&M, and Colorado to pick up TCU, West Virginia, and now Houston, UCF, Cincinnati. BYU is the only one that you could even pretend is on the level of those four that you lost from the original uh, of the original four. Absolutely. And speaking of underwhelming stuff I've seen about going to Provo, Utah, going to uh, BYU – People are like, oh, that, that'd be a cool trip. Very scenic, very neat. And someone's like, oh, there's only like four bars in this town. Yeah, so there's only like four bars in the town. <laughs> and I've heard that, that the BYU fans are brutal. Well, so, I've heard that, that it's like going to Tech. Really? Well, that's not very godly of them. I, I was going to say good news is there won't be anybody in those bars. That's true. <laughs> It'll be all Sooner fans, <laughs> won't right. it? That's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh-huh. No, but you didn't just lose that. We were supposed to play Georgia next year. That's right. Yep. We were supposed to play Georgia next year, and now we have Texas and Bedlam. That's what we got. That's about it. Because I mean, TCU is not going to be anything. TCU lost everything. The only cool, the cool thing about that, the only cool thing about that is – is the date on the schedule? I think it'd be a novelty to see a game in Norman on a fr- on that Black Friday, Friday night. We hope Friday night. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's going to be a Friday game in Norman. You, you missed that part, Scott? Whoa, 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 whoa. What game? TCU. TCU. Last oh, game. Oh, okay. The yeah, last but game. TCU, yeah, but TCU is going to be nothing. They're nothing. They, they lost the entire squad. Now, what year is this? This sounds like, like last year. They're, I thought TCU was going to be nothing, and then hey, look what they well, did. That's we don't point. know anything about That's them. a good point. You know, who's going to be that's this true. year's TCU? Okay, okay. I'm sorry. But, uh, I'm just right, angry. Right. I'm they, bitter. They set that up to po- possibly be a play-in game for the Big 12 championship if, if, if you, things work out in, in if both If you teams can't favor. look at OU schedule and go, that is punishment. Oh, oh, that's the first thing I looked at. That is, yeah. that is punishment from the Big 12 well, how That's about this? this and, and now I'm diving into the rabbit hole here about the conspiracies, how they're trying to screw you. Yeah, there's no conspiracy because there's not good enough teams to make your schedule any good. Well, That's that, the they problem. Try to beef they it got up the with, best ones. They try That's to true. beef it up with, okay, the first Big 12, in-conference Big 12 game for new member Cincinnati is versus who? Oklahoma at Cincinnati. Place is going to be rocking. Yeah. And then um, at BYU – yeah, they gave us the long, two hardest home games they could give us. At BYU, and then on a short week, they got to turn around and get ready for a TCU. I saw somebody tweet that out. Go, Man, they're really sticking at the OU with that schedule. Oh, my goodness. Somebody play the violin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's almost it. like going through the SEC West right there, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, even the, even, the, even the old SEC East that had Florida and nobody when Georgia wasn't this monster is looking at the Big 12 schedule like, that looks pretty easy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The Pac-12 is making fun of our schedule next year. Listen, Pac-12 is going to be better than the Big 12 next year, I'm Th- afraid. There's a reason OU and Texas didn't celebrate this schedule release with their own Have they even put it on the website I yet? I don't know, but they're looking at this like, this is it. Now, USC and UCLA are still in the Pac-12 next year, right? This is their last year. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. Yeah, the Back 12 is, is definitely better than the Big 12 mm-hmm. next year. Afraid so. Well, they got a lot coming back, uh, especially at quarterback. Go through the list of quarterbacks in the Pac-12. It's awesome. Yeah, and they I mean, picked got, up DJ. Got the Heisman winner. Yeah, yeah. They pick up. They picked up DJ Uyonga. Lot not very good. Lay. Yeah, I, <laughs> we talked about that earlier <laughs> yeah. this season. Yeah, where would he go? I didn't know he. I didn't, uh, Oregon, State. Oregon State. What does that say about his career? That I did number one. I didn't even know that he had left Clemson, and number two that he went to Oregon State. Oregon State, Clemson. Oregon State, Clemson. <laughs> Maybe that's not it. Let's oh, see. I'm trying goodness. to get. Okay, here we go. Twenty twenty. Nope. Still not there on SoonerSports.com. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's very telling. They're like, we're not excited about this. So this what schedule. happened? The, the question is, what happened? Why did these talks break down? Whose fault is it? Because I think you can obviously see the the, the players are OU in Texas, the Big Twelve, Fox and ESPN. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how much the SEC as a conference is really involved in this, maybe on the on the ESPN side, as far as the contract negotiations and the terms and all that kind of stuff. But, but really and truly, they have no – I mean, they really don't have a dog in the fight necessarily other than we know we're getting them in two years. So what – you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know what really they have to do with it. So where is the hang-up? I think it's signing the check. I think it's. I think it's. I think there's numerous things. I think signing the check is is probably part a, a, a very large part of it. Not part. I, I don't want to. Yeah, you're right. Signing the check's a very large part. They're of not it. backing down on the number. That that they being would this be the the networks. The the Big Twelve for the Big Twelve. They know how um, underwhelming it is to bring in those four teams, 
And if they can get those four teams in and one or two of those teams get wins over Oklahoma and Texas before they leave, then does it automatically give them a little bit of, of uh, hey, you know, we're getting the, the teams that are coming up and you're getting the teams that are on the downside? I don't know. I, I just uh, – I don't know. I mean, it's got to be Fox. Okay, what's – okay. <clears throat> Fox has to be the issue, right? It has to be Fox. Yeah. Speaking of – What's the over-under on Oklahoma 11 a.m. kickoffs next year? I would just go ahead and schedule them all, be at 11 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Why? doubt it. No, 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 no. no. That ain't going to happen. No, because Fox's big noon kickoff is a huge game for them. They're not going to schedule OU against these rum-dums at 11 o'clock <laughs> in the morning. True. No way. That's, that's true. Well, they have. You say no way, they have. Yeah, not not a ton of them. But not I mean, Fox. I mean, not last year when any... OU was no good. They, that, that was the best part of OU not being any good. That's, there was a bunch of two thirty yeah, kickoffs. We did, get, we did finally get some. <laughs> yeah, true. But I mean, when when you think about Ohio State, Michigan, I mean, if there's, it, it's hard to put UCLA, UCLA and USC at eleven. Yeah. Even though you know they'd like to, but mm-hmm. you know those nine a.m. that ain't going to work. Which is the beauty of coming to the Big Ten. Those road games for USC especially will probably be eleven when they when they get into that but it's them because they still have OU and they still have Texas and you know they're gonna they're gonna be involved oh yeah that game for sure you can book that at 11 yeah that's at 11 and then any other Bedlam will be at 11 probably well you know what SEC Alabama won't be because it'll be a ESPN ABC property because that game is at Alabama Alabama and Texas. Oh, I was. So that game, you know, that won't be one. As as the season goes along, though, those become less often. Why did we cancel Georgia? I think they thought they're going to be in the SEC. I really do. And for for maybe not this year, but for sure by next year, home and home. That's it. I I think for sure by next year, everyone thought that was going to happen. And then there's not a return trip to Georgia, and neither one of those teams want to play that as a non-conference game, right? With what the schedule, would, I, I think that's the pro, that was the problem yeah. there. If if hindsight was 2020, you probably don't. Yeah, you're probably seeing that game this year and next year with with what it looks like. But I'm not even close to convinced that this is to, this is the way it's going to be. That OU and Texas are really going to be in the Big 12 for two more years. No, I'm not. I'm not convinced. No, no. Somebody's going to write a check. Maybe several somebodies, but it's going to happen. At some point, Fox will say okay if ESPN is willing to dole out the money. Well, and and this is the last year for USC and UCLA in the SEC, or excuse me, in the in the Pac-12. So now, like you say, I mean, they've got that that they're they're going to have plenty of material or. Are they just steadfast and watch this? Yeah, we've got the, we've got the Big Ten and the SEC and the Pac-12 for the only year we can have it with Oklahoma and Texas as a player in the Big Twelve. We're not doing it. It's it's going to be interesting too, you know, as we talk about the the battle over money and the and the networks. You know, uh, there's a lot of Disney shareholders that want. ESPN to either knock it off 
or to be separated and spun off into a totally separate company. That's a good point too. Um, a lot of a lot of big time Disney shareholders that want that that feel like money is being spent uh, irresponsibly. Um, I don't know, maybe something about paying for WNBA rights or something. <laughs> uh, I shouldn't. I, I'm sorry, but uh, you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens. The 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 streaming wars, the the network wars. It's there's a lot coming down the pipeline in in that stuff. I'm anxious to see once it gets going if the Big Ten's model of kind of spreading the wealth among different uh, networks, you know, having Fox, having NBC, having, having CBS, if that is the, the more desired path or if just owning one, which the SEC essentially does with ESPN and ABC, which one of those does better? Because you're right. You, you, we think of ESPN as college football, but that's ESPN is college football with Disney's backing. Yes. What if that goes away? I mean, could we see? I don't know. Where, where does the money come from? Because you're right. They have doled out billions and billions for live content. Content. Yeah. Because nobody, outside of a 30 for 30, nobody's watching their regular content. Oh, God. Because it's impossible to watch. Oh, I don't know. You don't enjoy watching Shannon Sharp and That's and- Fox. Oh, that is Fox. Yeah, but I don't, I, get up is them, just as bad. All of Stephen them are terrible. A. Does anybody scream at A? No. Remember when you used to get up to watch Sports Center? You even know, even during the worst sports times of the year, yeah. I would get up and turn on Sports Center because it was funny. And I haven't turned on Sports. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It, it was, was fun. light. Yes. It was fun. Now it's like I don't need somebody telling me about my horrible political beliefs or or condescending to me yeah because i don't watch the WNBA. it's like cnn with a ball going across (laughs) the screen every now and again all right scott what's going on down at uh, garrison financial oh we're doing good we got some exciting stuff coming up uh actually have a our our first new hire coming in next week uh we'll talk about that a little bit next week a a great young man that's that's coming in and going to help us uh help us to help people manage their finances Fantastic. Uh, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, they can email me at scott at soonerwealth.com. Uh, and then we are also, because we're bringing in a new guy, next week we'll have a phone line that they can get a hold of me there too. Um, I, I, You've done a pretty good job not having one of those. I pause at giving out my <laughs> yeah. personal cell to the world. <laughs> Every one of my clients has it, uh-huh. but the world will not have my personal cell. You don't need a whole bunch of people texting you, at, like let's say Wednesday night at about 9.30 when OSU just kicking the crap out of OU in basketball. Getting a whole bunch of hey, uh, my money. I don't care about. I money. also don't. How need, do you like that? I also don't need Libby Sue texting me <laughs> that if you keep talking bad about the WNBA, we're gonna pick it outside your your office. We haven't we haven't got any of that yet. <laughs> Man, thanks for stopping by. I'm excited to hear uh, the news for next week. Yeah, it's gonna be good stuff. Uh, it's Scott Garrison at Garrison Financial, 124 North Main, here in Elk City. Scott at SoonerWealth.com is his email address. And then we'll have a phone line for you to call uh, next week and uh, hear who he's bringing aboard uh, to help you guys with your financial situation. We'll tell you all about him as we move along throughout the show. When we come back, I mentioned we're going to have a new contest. we got an awesome prize. we got to just got to figure out how to administer the rules. I, I think it's 
easier than you think. You do? Yeah. Maybe. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, it's Garrison Financial Friday right here on the Skinny on Sports. Hello, my name is Scott Garrison. You may remember me as Scott the Barber or just as Ron and Carla's son. I've been involved in our community since opening Scott's Barbershop on the southeast corner of 3rd and Main in 1998. Now I'm back in the same building as Garrison Financial. I started investing in my 20s. I invested through the dot-com crash and the Great Recession. I started caring for other people's money in 2018, and I truly enjoy sitting down with my clients, understanding their wants and needs, as well as what keeps them up at night. Whether my friends just want want me to invest a little of their savings or want me to work with their tax and legal professionals to strive towards optimal efficiency, we can do it all. I believe communication is key to helping my clients reach their goals. For if we are faithful over a few things, we shall be given more. Contact me at scott at soonerwealth.com. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Garrison Financial and Cambridge are not affiliated. This communication is strictly intended for individuals residing in the states of Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Texas. No offers may be made or accepted from any resident outside the specific states referenced. Cambridge does not offer tax and legal advice. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Welcome back. Skinny on Sports, 98.1 FM, the sports animal on a Garrison Financial Friday. Thank you to Scott for stopping by. He's always got the good stuff, man. Uh, about the you know the financial side of what sports is, and unfortunately for those of us that kind of miss the good old days, the financial side is sports anymore. No matter almost what level you're at, there is a financial component to everything that happens in sports. And the bigger and the higher level you go, the more important that financial level is. Uh, Scott does does everything. He's a full financial planner. He will shop the open market. I know he's mentioned this uh, last week. He's been doing a bunch of uh, uh, life insurance for for his clients, kind of redoing that to get it to get those policies where they need to be for the situations that uh, his people have in life right now. Uh, he does your investments as well. He can shop the open market for those. Uh, he can manage your investments, or you know, there's people that love to to kind of dabble and, and be in control of what their portfolio is. But you're not sure exactly how to get going, right? He can charge you hourly to set up a plan and build a plan for you that then you can in turn manage uh, once it gets going. Uh, so that's a really cool feature uh, that he does as well for his customers. Scott at SoonerWealth.com, 124 North Main Street right here in Elk City. And as he mentioned, he'll have uh, another, another person to talk about and a phone line to uh, give out next week. All right, so the Class A and B boys and girls playoff brackets were released yesterday. We've known what the paths were. We've known kind of who's going to play who and where they're going to be playing. Now we know when. Now we know when. After yesterday, interesting in Class B, uh, especially with the Paragon schools in particular, uh, Leedy and Eric. I, I gosh, I don't even know if I remember seeing this. I'm sure it's happened. And I just can't remember. But both Leedy and Eric are in four-team districts. So that means no buys whatsoever. And so the girls, what they're going to do is play girls' games on Thursday, boys' games on Friday, hmm. and then into the, the district title round on Saturday. So in Class B Area 1, Leedy's hosting the district tournament. Lady Bison will play Taloga at 6 o'clock on Thursday followed by Sharon Mutual 
and Winoka. Winoka. What's T A L O? <laughs> Not Taloga. That's what I was. Th- I was just about to say Taloga, and I was like, wait a minute, they're right there. That's odd. Anyway, share mutual in Winoka. The winners will play at six on Saturday. So that's girls. Same thing, uh, but for boys. Uh, there in that area one of Class B. I think the same team's playing, yep. Uh, but that's going to be Friday. So Lady Girls play 6 o'clock Thursday, Lady Boys 6 o'clock Friday, and then 6 o'clock and 7.30, which is a change that we both noted. I don't remember this happening to you. Not not to my recollection. Uh, now, is it was it also applied to when we get later into the next week um, into the afternoon games? Were those always one thirty and 3? Uh-huh. Those were always one thirty and three. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, that night, hasn't changed. The night games are pushed up by thirty minutes. Or pushed, yeah, up by thirty minutes. Six o'clock followed by six and seven thirty instead of six thirty and eight, which is what I've always remembered. Yeah, uh, but or anyhow, how many people are going to walk in at six thirty? Go, oops. what's going on here? It's well, hopefully, half? that's why they're listening. Because <laughs> yeah. now you know, six pay, o'clock. Yeah, pay attention to those times. Print off these brackets. Pay attention to those times. Make note of that. So that's the area. One of Class B, Area Two at Sentinel. Thursday, you've got the Eric Girls and Blair at six. Cement and Sentinel at seven uh, at seven thirty. That's on Thursday, in Area Two of Class B. On Friday, you got Sentinel and Cement at six. Eric will play Blair at seven thirty. So those are just switched. So Eric and Blair girls first at six o'clock on Thursday. The boys second at seven thirty on Friday. All those games at Sentinel. Hammond. Girls, number one Hammond Lady Warriors, got a bye. They only have a three-team district, so there's a bye there for Hammond. They won't play until 6 o'clock Saturday night for the district title. On the girls' side, that will be at Hammond. Hammond's hosting. The boys will have to play 7.30 Friday night. They'll take on Sweetwater at 7.30 Friday night for the right to play Corn Bible Academy for the district championship. It's a little bit different there in Class B this year with those four-team districts. In Class A, Trojanets Canute have the bye, and rightfully so. So they won't play on Friday. They'll play Saturday at 6 against the winner of Friday night's game between Boone Apache and Binger Oni. The Hollis Lady Tigers will have to play on Friday. And, and here's the thing we didn't really mention because it feels like everybody knows, but those Friday games or those Thursday games for the four-team districts, losers out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, so you have to win if, – if you're not – if you don't have a buy into the district title game or have to play a first round district game, if you lose that game, you're out. It's the only way it's not double elim- elimination. Mm-hmm. So Hollis has to beat Snyder six o'clock on Friday on the girls' side to advance, and then obviously on to the next week to regionals. Navajo is where those games are at, and Navajo has the buys uh, there for the boys. The Canute uh, Trojans will play Friday night and have to win against Bingeroni at seven thirty over at Canute Friday night. You'll be there for that one. Winner gets the right to play Boone Apache in the district championship game. And then down in down at uh, Navajo, the Hollis boys will play as well. So they got the girls at 6.30, the boys at 7 – or at 6, excuse me. Boys at 7.30 next Friday against Navajo. Winner will play Snyder and also obviously move on to the regional. And then let's see, Rappo Butler, they both got a bye, if I remember right. And so they will play Saturday. They had two. Yeah, they're area in, two. Yeah, they're in area two. Yeah. And so both Arapahoe Butler teams are in the district title game. They won't play till Saturday, six o'clock and seven thirty are the times there. That's at Arapahoe. So that, that gives you an idea of what's uh, what's happening with the rundowns of the class A and class B 
brackets. Any thoughts? Uh, I, I don't really see a bunch of surprises uh, for anybody. I think we both had a feeling Canute was going to have to play the boys game on Friday, mm-hmm. uh, which they do, both Hollis teams uh, as well. And then, you know, Hammond, uh, Hammond boys with the record, you know, you kind of see the writing on the wall, right? Right, yeah. I think Hammond boys actually can get out of that okay because um, they've the few wins they've had are against those teams in their district. They probably should buy uh, those girls a lot of Valentines for <laughs> for uh, letting them host the district and getting those teams. Uh, Canute boys, it, 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 we saw that writing on the wall with how their season's gone. And that Boone Apache team, I think they came in 18th or come in 18th without looking. And, and being a is going to be a tough out too. But same thing with the Canute boys. You know, the, the girls are doing their part to to get them that district. And the Canute boys, when they can shoot, when they're having a nice shooting night, they're very tough to beat. Twice this year, they've eclipsed the 80-point mark both times inside that building. That's big for me. They're, they're, you know, there's no place like home. They're in their own locker room. They can almost walk to the gym in some cases for these guys. That's big for me. I think they have an opportunity. If they can play some good basketball, and they are very capable of doing that, they, they too can probably uh, walk out as district champs. But they're going to have to play really good basketball because Bingaroni and Apache boys are good. Yeah, Boone Apache number eight. Eight. I'm sorry. Yeah, I knew there was an eight on there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 15 and four uh, on the season there yep. uh, for, for the Warriors. And we look at their losses. They've, they haven't lost to bad teams either. Yeah. Uh, everybody on their schedule that they've lost to. Oh, is ranked, including number eight and three A Crooked Oak with one of those losses. So, uh, whoever wins that game between uh, Bingaroni and Canute on the boys' side Friday night, they're going to have a tough task. Oh in, yeah, in the district title game against uh, against Boone Apache, but it's better than the it's better than the alternative, which is turning in your stuff. Sure. If you lose on Friday, yeah, get that win on Friday. At least get that chance to extend get, your season right. into the next week. Yeah, and get I mean, and who knows on your home floor there. Yeah. It's a it's an advantage. No doubt. It is. When you have I mean Bingaroni, I don't know the mileage. I mean when you got to travel as opposed to not having the travel, that's big. You get you know what time the gym opens. You know where the dead spots are on the court. You know all that stuff. It's huge. And I've seen those guys, they're a young group, they're more comfortable at home. Let's just call it as it is. They they're more relaxed, they're more in sync. They know where to shoot it, how to shoot it on that court. It is a thing. And that's big for Canute. But they're going to have to play really good against those teams I just mentioned. Well, and you know good and well, if you, if you do win on Friday, Saturday night, there's going to be a good crowd there. Absolutely. Because of the you know the, the way that the, the Trojanettes have really kind of taken off here after Christmas. A team that is absolutely a contender to be in the state tournament here in a couple of weeks. And there's going to be people there to watch. And so uh, that'll I think that could be a big advantage if you can get by being Roney. It is a big advantage uh, for a team that's going to be a pretty big underdog, at least playing at home and coming off a win and having a really good crowd there on Saturday yeah, night. And as me calling Hammond, same way. Hammond's exactly Hammond boys the same are way. exactly the same way. Yeah, yeah. Then I've, it's funny you mentioned them too because as I've called games in that gym over in Hammond, a lot of them I've called obviously a lot of games in Canute. When it is packed and everybody's engaged, Monday night was a prime example in that girls' game. That place can get loud. And and that and players feed off that. It's just the old adage everyone says: players feed off of the energy of the crowd, and, and that's a uh, that's definitely a thing too. We'll be uh, refreshing around the four o'clock mark today. Uh, well, I won't be. I'll be driving, so I'm not going to be on my phone. But 
sure. to try to figure out uh, the 2A through 4A uh, assignments will be announced today by the OSSA, so we'll know uh, about Merritt, where they'll be. I mean, you can book them hosting district. My question is, will they get a regional also, sub-site or the, or the, the main site? Where What's their path uh, from there? And then Elk City, are they hosting or, or going on the road for district? And then what are the matchups down the line? Because I, I think you can make a pretty good case with the way the Yelkats have been playing. Even though we've we, we ran through that conference, five of the top eight teams are in the Western Conference. I do think there's a couple of different matchups in there that would be better than others. Just with the personnel and you know the, the style of play and this and that, I think there would be they're better and, and it's it's that way with the boys as well. You know, there's certain teams that you just don't want to see, that you'd rather see than others, and especially once you get into regionals and then possibly into an area as well after that. So uh, that'll be really interesting to see. Uh, that's the two things I'm kind of looking at. What is the path for for the Elkettes and the Big Elks as far as to make it into an area tournament? You take your chances if you can do that from there. And then is Merritt did they get a did they get a regional or are they going to have to start going on the road too? Um, immediately after the district tournament because I think you can pretty well book that they will be a host of district. I think I'm getting more and more confident that they're going to host a region. I think they deserve it. How they've played, what their record tells you, where what their ranking tells you, I think it's almost egregious to send them somewhere. You know, something else that might help is... Simon's catch. Well, that should. <laughs> but maybe... If you look at maybe Hobart, with the boys and the girls being tenth as a draw this way, or Sayer boys wise mm-hmm. being number twenty, does that help offset you know the Oilers not being ranked? You know what I'm saying? Right. Could that possibly help in some way? I, or you know, does Hooker come down here? I don't know. I, I, I'm really anxious to see how that would work and if if they're able to uh, be able to be able to host that or if it's maybe even just a, a, a sub-site on Thursday, giving them an, one more home game. You know, I, I think everybody would take that too and then go somewhere on the road after that. So those, those are a couple of things to look for this afternoon, this afternoon with the 2A through 4A assignments. That will be released. All right, let's get into the bracket contest. Okay, uh, during the break, I think we found a more yeah. I think Monty's got a great idea. A better so, idea. So here's what it is: Tucker Family Beef. The, the The prize is going to be a bundle of great prime locally raised beef. And I'll explain um, a bundle. Is that like already cut? He's yeah, yeah, just yeah. Different, different some different cuts. cuts. That's gotcha. right. Gotcha. Just in, in your prize pack. And I think, from an administration standpoint, and quite frankly, to get people to to play. I don't know. I don't know how many people would fill out eight brackets fully. That's asking a lot. That's a lot well. Of your, you know what? Yeah, it's a great prize. Sometimes the prize is great. You ask a lot. Well, of course. But as we've done in the past, I think I think the easier option would be picking your eight for state in class A and B girls and class A and B boys. Okay, and then from there. Once we see, because here's the problem: you can't fill out this. You can't fill out the entirety of the bracket like you can in the NCAA tournament, because you don't know what the state tournament bracket looks like. 
You know, you don't just mm-hmm. fill in spots all the way through because that state tournament bracket is a separate entity in and of itself from the brackets that were released yesterday. Right. Because then, depending on how you got there, determines the matchups once you get there. If you're a winner, if you're an area winner, you're on one line. If you're an area loser, you're on the other line. Or consolation winner, I guess you should say. So what we'll do is we'll get everybody to give us their eight for state in A and B, boys and girls. So you're, you're picking 32 teams to get to the state tournament. For each of those you get right, you'll get a point. Okay? Okay. And then once we get the brackets, everybody will just have to fill out state tournament four bracket. state tournament brackets. And then what do you think? Two points for getting round one right, four points for getting a semifinal right, and eight points for the – or is that is that too big a spread? One, two, and three? Yeah, one, two, three. Yeah. One, two, and three? So if you got – if you pick the first round perfect, that's eight points based well, on that bracket. Per class. Yeah, so you could, you could t- potentially get 32 points. 16 because there's four games in each. Oh, I'm sorry. I went with 18. My bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, why not? So one, two, and three. That way it doesn't give – I mean, it it gives more more credence to getting more games right as opposed to just picking ceiling and winning. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what we'll do. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get your eight for state, and you have to turn this in by what? Thursday morning? Yeah. Thursday morning. We have to Thursday noon. Or is that too We need a time on this. Okay, Thursday at noon. Because games start Because games start Thursday Thursday. night. Thursday. So Thursday at noon. You're eight for state in the small schools, class A and B boys and girls. And we'll make some sort of like a uh Oh, we can probably put this into a, a spreadsheet, right? That way you can update the standings. Of course, we'll just have to really do that once, once we see who makes the state tournament. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, then, then we'll have to get, get everybody that's that's in the contest. Then we'll the brackets will be out, and we'll fill those out. Get an awesome steak bundle prize package from Tucker Family Beef. Now, how do we enter? I think you can text us. I think you can put it on our Skinny on Sports Facebook page. Text the show, 225-9698, if you want to drop your selections by. Dakota's, he, he's not going to win. He's picked OU and Sayre so far. Neither teams are in this. <laughs> Sayre's 2A. <laughs> when you get to March Madness, <laughs> OU will not be in it either. <laughs> Dakota's going to be lost. Yeah, high school. Class A and Class B. Let's get this rolling. We'll, we'll put it out there on our Facebook page. Let's get everybody excited about it. Are we going to say we can't win? I, listen, if, say, you win, you already won the Thunder tickets for the Bowl Mania thing, and if I go and win this, people are going to start asking questions. Well, the thing How about those radio guys keep winning their own contest. Well, the thing about the the bowl mania was we weren't the administrators of the contest. That that's a, that's ESPN true. is the one that did the contest. We just played along. This one we are kind of we running, kind of are running. I don't think we should qualify to be honest. Okay, 
We can't qualify. I don't want to start any problems. We can't qualify. So you know what that does? Gives everybody a chance to win. That's right. <laughs> a little confident afraid, there, Let's pray that went over your head. A little confident Oh, no, there, I'm confident you? in you. Oh, yeah, right. Not me. I haven't seen a lot of these teams play. You've seen them all. I've seen a lot of them. Yes, you have. So we'll get that info out there. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. And we uh, absolutely appreciate uh, Monty and Tucker Family Beef for uh, the idea. And let's uh, let's have a lot of fun here because it is the best time on the high school sports calendar, in my opinion. I agree with the that. The lead up to the Class A. That that week, it's will be Wednesday through, fr- through uh, Saturday. March 1st through or February 28th, whatever it is. March 1st. March 1st through 4th, I think, is the, are the dates for uh, uh, A did, and B. Yeah, did you catch that too? Has that always been there on the side? Yeah. I, I guess that, just, that one did go over my head. So it will be a Wednesday through Saturday, which tells me everybody's in the big house. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. in the big house. I, I think that'll be a, something that's moving forward from now on. Love it. Love uh, that. All it took was COVID for that to happen. Like so the one good thing. Maybe the one that. good thing that came out of COVID yeah. was everybody gets to go to the big house that to play my, the state tournament. That in my homemade home theater. <laughs> but yeah, that that's a good thing. Good stuff. And we are approaching the end of that big house. Yeah, I know. Is this it? I can't remember. Are they starting the build after this season? I don't know. I well, cannot, they're not. What did he tell us? I cannot remember. I can't remember. This is either the end or the next to last year. It's close. Because you remember, I have. As we were talking about, you want to be that last team to shut the lights off and lock the door with the trophy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But depending on the construction, I don't know if you're going to be able to 100% know that because they're not going to knock it down until the other one's ready. Right. We'll be back. Hello, my name is Scott Garrison. You may remember me as Scott the Barber or just as Ron and Carla's son. I've been involved in our community since opening Scott's Barbershop on the southeast corner of 3rd and Main in 1998. Now I'm back in the same building as Garrison Financial. I started investing in my 20s. I invested through the dot-com crash and the Great Recession. I started caring for other people's money in 2018, and I truly enjoy sitting down with my clients, understanding their wants and needs, as well as what keeps them up at night. Whether my friends just want me to invest a little of their savings or want me to work with their tax and legal professionals to strive towards optimal efficiency, we can do it all. I believe communication is key to helping my clients reach their goals. For if we are faithful over a few things, we shall be given more. Contact me at scott at soonerwealth.com. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Garrison Financial and Cambridge are not affiliated. This communication is strictly intended for individuals residing in the states of Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Texas. No offers may be made or accepted from any resident outside the specific states referenced. Cambridge does not offer tax and legal advice. The Skinny on Sports. Mock. Yeah. Ing. Yeah. All right, welcome back. Skinny on Sports, 98.1 FM. The Sports Animal wrapping it up for the week here on a Friday, a Garrison Financial Friday. You know, another thing that Scott will do is work with your accountants. Whatever, whoever your accountant is, work alongside them to streamline all your tax ramifications, all the tax returns that need to be filed. You know, that's coming up here. Obviously, a big uh, part of the first four months of this year are uh, filing your tax returns from, from the year that has gone by. Uh, and he's right there working alongside you with all the, the, uh, the, the stuff you do with him. 
to help you make that as seamless and as easy as possible with the tax return filing. Uh, filing. Scott at SoonerWealth.com. Find him at 124 North Main Street in Elk City. It's Garrison Financial. We appreciate uh, Scott for his support of us and stopping by. It's always fun when he's in here uh, just to, to give each other a hard time. And it feels, you know, if you don't know, he was a uh, barber back in the day. And it, it almost feels like being around, hanging out in the barber chair, except for the fact that, you know, now he doesn't have control. The Well, your hair, there's not a lot of control there anyway. But in mine, there's less, so. Sometimes I still go to the barber to shave or to shave trim, your beard. trim my beard. I just because I, I feel took it bad. Off today. Because I feel bad. I like going to my barber, but I've just started taking it into my own hands, literally. I just I don't know what I woke up this morning. I thought, you know what, I'm done with the beard. I just see ya. Okay. Clean shaven. Is what it is. Well, sometimes you roll in, it's gone. Good for you. <laughs> I don't get the reference. You're talking. About, you you go to the barber shop just to remember what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> wow. To, to, to have hair. <laughs> oh, the good old days. Good old days when I spent money to do this instead of doing it myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you got going on tonight? At Burns Flat, Canute travels to Burns Flat. Long road trip. How about you? You're now you have Shake a, a shit. You, literally, you have a long road trip though. Yes, and this is that. Uh, yesterday, when Jill was here, Jill Metter, who was on was on, right. a, on Jimmy's show, and then she brought this to my attention, and I'd forgotten it. The last time we went, we as in the the basketball teams uh-huh. went down to Chickasha, myself included. Um, the the boys will play first. Really. Yeah, boys are playing first, as they did last time. Girls will play second. Why? It's homecoming. Oh, you know, in yeah, some yeah, places, yeah, yeah. some places the girls just have their suits, their basketball warm ups ready to go. They go through homecoming before the game, and then the girls will play. Not at Chickasha. They get full prom dressed up for the ceremony before the game. It used to be like that everywhere. Yeah, and so what happens is they give them the time during the boys' game to undoll and, and quite honestly take a bunch – I mean, you can still see pictures going with the crown and uh-huh. all that uh-huh. throughout at least the first half of the boys' game a lot of the time, or at least the last time I was there. And so it gives them a chance to really celebrate the homecoming, the girls, because let's be honest, I don't know how much the king is going to care. <laughs> the queen will. So – that's uh, that's what happened. So it'll that's be boys boys okay. first, girls second tonight for Elk City, and then of course on the road tomorrow at Sayer. So back to back road games here uh, this weekend for the Elks and the Elkettes. Great. Else, what else we got? Uh, Merritt's at Sentinel tonight. Duke at Hammond. Sayers down at Hollis. Eric will go to Arapahoe Butler, and then you mentioned you're over at Burns Flat. It's a lot of road. Some road and some home tonight for the Paragon TV schools. That's it. Only thing now nah, we didn't get to. So we got a lot of uh, without looking. I know Hammond's regular season is done after n- tonight. I know Canute has one on Tuesday, Senior Night versus Corn Bible. Is that a makeup or is that a schedule? Not scheduled. Okay. Um, 
but a lot, I mean, like you said earlier, there's a lot of this is wrapping up, and then we'll really turn our focus onto the playoffs. <laughs> I got the never good when you're everyone's homecoming text. Oh, no, that's never fun. I think that's the first one, though. For, for Elk City? On the road, yeah. I can't. Not that that isn't the correct sentiment. I believe that is true. It's not good if you're everybody's homecoming. No, you don't. It, no, it feels I've only, like I've only set through one home. No, I haven't set through any homecomings this year. Canute's homecoming got canceled. No, I was at a football game. <laughs> Perfect. And Canute didn't get any road game homecoming games. This I don't know. Burns way. Flat. I don't know if Burns Flat's had theirs tonight. I don't know. Someone might have to tell us. It feels like Chickasha has this set in stone on the calendar. And this is just the way the schedule falls. Just the way it works every yes. year. It's not like they're. I don't picking think they're the targeting. Opponent. They're just picking the date, and whoever falls on that date. I think that's it. Yeah. I don't think they're targeting the brown and white. I've noticed more small schools like to get the homecoming out of the way. Yeah, it does seem like you you see that like the first like week in November. Like let's yeah. just do this. Yeah. Yeah. So they kind of sandwich it. Homecoming start of the year, obviously senior night end of the year. Yeah. yeah, Coach Ham has so many seniors, you know, because it's it's cool to let the seniors start, right? Yeah. On senior night. He had to use homecoming, too, since there's nine of them. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> to get everybody in the starting lineup. Wow. Uh, at some point. So he used homecoming as one of those, and senior night will be another, which I guess will still be Friday, a week from a week from today, instead of – because there's another game then that following Monday, the Bethany game that got – got postponed on the from tuesday so you still think they're going to do that i would assume night? they'll still do it the 10th with newcastle in town so those senior night festivities start about 4 30 <laughs> yeah this one may need to start a little earlier no doubt about that hey did you see this uh we were talking about it off air with scott and yeah, i think you you had seen it the orange crush versus university of iowa yes i did see that okay so if you don't know what the orange crush is it's like the the student section at Illinois. And every year for the past, it seems like this has become a tradition, uh, at least a decade worth, where they will pick a road game within the Big Ten and, and charter buses and travel in a couple hundred student group down to another arena. Well, they bought these tickets in October to this weekend's game against Iowa. Like 200 tickets. Well, then it comes out. I, I first saw it from the Orange Crush side of things. I think Tuesday, maybe Wednesday, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, that the University of Iowa had basically revoked their tickets. They sent them a refund for the ticket money that they paid because they got a big group discount getting that many. You know, so they sent that money back, mm -hmm. but they took their tickets back. And of course, uh, the Orange Crush was throwing a big fit about it on Twitter. And when I first saw it, I thought, man, what a bunch of cowards. Iowa. They being Iowa. Yeah. Right. What are you doing here? Well, then Iowa, the Iowa Athletic Department released a statement that claims that the tickets were bought under false pretenses. And those false pretenses were that the Orange Crush was buying these as the Illinois or the Champaign-Urbana, which is the town they're in. Boys and Girls Club. Now, the Orange Crush is a is a charitable organization with their tax filing, so it's not like they were trying to use 
the Boys and Girls Club as a way to get a discount that they couldn't have got themselves. Mm -hmm. But it's clear that they didn't believe that the University of Iowa would give the Orange Crush that many tickets, so they tried to use the Boys and Girls Club as a front to be able to purchase that many tickets for them. Yeah. Iowa snipped it out, and now there's a big battle back and forth. How many times has the Orange Crush approached buying tickets that way? I don't know. That's a great question. It, Orange Crush only re- they, they only put out that one statement, and then it's been crickets ever since. Almost like when I sent a text message to the TV group a couple years ago, and just crickets. <laughs> so no response from Iowa. No, Iowa's got a response. They responded they, they to res- it saying, hey, "Here's oh, what happened. Why here's we why revoked we revoked them because they were." They bought them as the Boys and Girls Club, and that's not who this is. And, oh, by the way, Iowa revoked the tickets, sent the uh, the refund back to Illinois, and then they took those tickets and gave them to the Boys and Girls Club of Cedar Rapids, Iowa. To the actual Boys to, and Girls To a club. Boys and Girls Club to come watch the game. Gotcha. But guess what? There'll be a bunch of Iowa fans there instead of, you know. So here's my question, though. The, the main gripe, I guess, of the Orange Crush was they spent over $6,000 to charter buses for the trip that they don't feel like they can get reimbursed for. Mm-hmm. If you're them, what do you do? Go anyways. Exactly. Use the buses. Go. Use the buses. Go and just tell everybody, we got the money back for these tickets. Spread out that money and go and just scalp as many tickets as you can. See, I don't even might do not that. Might not even be able to sit by each other. I don't do that. Don't even do that? No. I go to Iowa City and party down, invade. You know, they, yeah. I'm, I'm sure they got the as, as like everyone a campus does. Corner type, That's right. Yeah, take over their take campus over corner. their campus corner and yeah. watch the game. Right. Like if you were in Norman, if this happened to OU at OSU, you'd try to get there and invade Joe's or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or if you're if if OU did this to OSU, you'd try to go to O'Connell's and just drown everybody out. Yeah. Yeah, a, you got the buses. There, you got them paid for. Not getting. You go. don't have to drive. Assuming you, I, I don't know where they stay in the night. I'm assuming they maybe have hotel rooms. I didn't see that. Or is part. it just like a I think night it's just a charter? Day, yeah, type. I think just it's just a day there, trip. Go there, get back on the bus, come home. You don't have to drive. There's no driving involved. I think it'd be fun. I'd yeah, just go. I would just go. Just go. Instead of whining like children, but well, guess they're, what? They're just trying to to paint Iowa in a bad light, no doubt. And and, and it backfired. Aware and, and it backfired. I think both winners and losers in this one. If you're Iowa, like, come on, man. Iowa's Are you that scared that a little group, a group called the Orange Crush, is going to alter the outcome of the game. Yeah, but Iowa's the winner here because they because they gave them to the other kids. Well, I understand. I there's a that is a win. That's a huge win a huge win okay last thing what year will oklahoma and texas take us take their first snap in the sec 2024 or 2025 my heart says 24 but my head is saying 25 i'll go i'll say 25 25 24 for me We'll be uh, have a great weekend. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. 
Thanks for listening. That ball is blistered to right. Way.